Welcome to About This Writing Thing, a weekly podcast about living the writing life. I'm Sayward B. Eller, novelist, short story writer, and podcaster. Thank you for joining me. I'm not really sure where to go with this episode because, like a whole lot of other writers out there, I am lost. I'm going to try to get through this without going all emotional. I've been a little bit of a wreck since yesterday, but I do have an update for you. (laughs) I heard back from the agent and she should have her response to me, hopefully by Monday. So if the world wasn't in such chaos right now, that would be amazing especially if she says yes. As it is, though, it appears that I am not the only person who's having a hard time right now outside of the obvious reason that most people are having a hard time. People are sick, obviously. They're losing their jobs. They're not able to find necessities that they need for their households. All of this compounds. And even though we're stuck at home and I'm an introvert and a an at-home writer, so really nothing has changed much for me. I spend every day inside, so nothing has changed for me in that regard, but at the same time, I am unable to focus enough to, to really get back to work and get writing and podcasts. Like today, I made myself sit down to record this podcast because I'm tired of being inconsistent, but the entire time that I'm recording this podcast, I am pondering the future and what my family and your family and everybody else's family are dealing with and possible outcomes. And I don't want to be that sad sap that you're trying to listen to for 15 minutes and I'm bringing you down. (laughs) So my plan today is to talk about writing for posterity because every, every day usually is the perfect time to write anyway because there's always stuff going on in the world. But we are in the midst of a pandemic, and there is no better time for writers, whether they're nonfiction writers or fiction writers, to jot down what's happening in the world, how they're feeling. Right now, I feel like a train has gone off the rails inside of my body, <laughs> inside of my psyche. So these are feelings to, to think about and write down, because when I was a student of history, one of the big things that you rely on just like with historical fiction authors who are researching primary resources, primary documents. And those are documents that are written during the time period that the events are occurring. So newspapers, journals, even fiction that is written during these times can be used as primary documents. When I was a student of history, my primary focus was on the roles of women during the Civil War. So I read a lot of nonfiction, like a lot of primary documents from that time, but I also read several fiction titles from that time. And because my focus was on women who dressed as men to fight in the Civil War, I read a book called The Lady Lieutenant, and it was a very popular fiction book from the from the era. So I read that, and that gave me a sense of the sensationalism that the newspapers and 
other primary document were blaming for all of these women and girls joining the military. They didn't stop to think that, hey, the men in these families are off at war and they need a way to make money. So they're going to do what they have to do. They didn't stop to think about that. Not at the time. No, no, no. It's because women are so frivolous that they read this lady lieutenant story and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go off and I'm going to have these grand adventures and then I'm going to fall in love and everything's going to be grand. So that type of fiction like any time that you read fiction set in a particular time there's always bits and pieces of reality within the fiction we all know this because we're all fiction writers so now yes there will be an increase in virus stories a friend of mine sent a link the other day there are there's an increase in quarantine love stories which i think is delightful but uh, it's a spin on the roommate roomie roomies to lovers trope which i think is fantastic <laughs> but i know that we'll see more and more virus stories. I was working on one prior to this COVID-19 becoming, I don't want to say a thing, but a thing. <laughs> I was working on adapting some fan fiction that I wrote, what was it, 20 years ago now? Almost 15, 15 years, maybe a little bit longer. But I wrote a whole bunch of fan fiction about, oh well, based on characters in a show that I used to watch called The Tribe out of New Zealand. And I wanted to take those fan fiction pieces and actually make them mine by creating my own characters, taking everything that was cloud nines out. So I started doing that several months ago and I started posting parts in February, I think, just before, I, I think maybe two or three weeks before this happened. So <laughs> this is all very timely, but it's not like my particular virus stories aren't based off of what we're going through now. However, what we're going through now is going to help me make those virus stories much more realistic because I was going off of the world that was created by Raymond Thompson back in 1999. And now I can go off of the world in 2020 and what we're experiencing and our shortages in toilet paper and hand sanitizer and all of this rhetoric out there from our governments, especially the American government, because we have a bunch of buffoons in charge and I know everybody's trying to do the best that they can and they're trying to make the best decisions, but they're still thinking with their pocketbooks and their friends' pocketbooks instead of of with their brains <laughs> and with the human part of themselves. So all of these things can come together to create some really engaging and realistic fiction. So I'm not excited about the virus. I'm scared to death about the virus, especially every morning when I wake up, the first thing I do is go onto Twitter. And today I went onto Twitter and back to back to back to back. It's just, I lost this person to COVID-19. I lost this person. This one guy posted a picture of his wife. He may never see her again because they were taking her to isolation. He may never see her alive again. And that is so overwhelming. I can't imagine being in his shoes and I don't want to be there. And it's just devastating that so many people are. And here I am. And here a lot of us writers are. We're paralyzed. We see all of these things and we have all of these feelings. And inside we're just like these massive storms of energy and hoping and being scared and trembling constantly and always on the verge of tears. But we can't write about them because as I mentioned, we're paralyzed. It's like, how can we focus on creating when the world could fall down at any moment, right? So we are like 
the literal chicken littles running around, even though you don't see us running around outside, we're running around in our heads thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. So I don't mean to go on a ramble here, but I really have no show notes, which I know you're not entirely surprised about if you're my frequent listener, but I'm seeing this over and over on the Women's Fiction Writers Association boards, on the Facebook page, I mean, it's a very active community over on Facebook. I'm seeing a lot of posts about writers being unmotivated. They feel like they're unmotivated, but I don't think it isn't motivation. I don't think it's motivation that we're lacking. I think we're just too scared to move and we're too afraid to move deeper into, even though it will be our fictional world, this is the real world that's going on around us. And we need to write. But like yesterday, I saw a post from a women's fiction writer and she was like, you know, my story is set in 2020. You know, I'm having a hard time figuring out if I should go back and add things about this virus in there. So those of us who are actively working and I don't mean me because I haven't written a word in several days, but, and before that it was a couple of weeks, but those who are working are trying to figure out if they should include things about the virus. Those of us who are not able to work, we're paralyzed, we're frozen in place, and we just can't, we can't get all of this stuff that we have inside out, but this really is the perfect time for us and for those who are keeping track for our later societies. So here are my thoughts on what maybe I will do. I'm thinking that what I will do is try to keep a journal now. Just try to keep track of how I'm feeling. What's the news for the day? What's the weather? Because that will be important. And how I'm feeling. What are my reactions to the things that I'm reading and to the things that I'm seeing and the things that I'm experiencing? And I'm sure that a ton of people are doing this already, but I'm not really a journaler. (laughs) I used to be long, long, long time ago, but the notebooks that I have, and I have a ton of them, as I know you can imagine, they're just, they have stories in them, story ideas, sentences, (laughs) whatever. I don't really have a journal for personal thoughts. So my plan is to take one of these that is still empty and start keeping notes. And this way I won't lose the the feelings. I won't lose the emotions. I won't lose the environment so that when I am able to get back to the keyboard, to the stories, then I'll have very accurate records to go by. And that's going to help my fiction be more realistic and I think more engaging. I'm going to try to tone it down so it's not as scary as what our current world is. But other than that, I'm just at a loss because I keep seeing everybody. Is anybody else having trouble writing? Or is anybody writing? What are your goals? My goal is to actually be able to sit down at some point this week and finish a chapter. But it's probably not going to be hit yet again because I didn't hit it last week. I doubt I'll hit it this week. I did add a new chapter to Trite Demonstrations, but it was already written. So I just went in and cleaned it up a little bit and posted it over on on Wattpad. If you are on Wattpad, you can find me. I write under my pseudonym, Kimber Trace. I will put that information in the description for this episode. I really think that's it. I don't know what else to say other than if you're struggling right now, you're not alone. There are tons of us that are unable to write at the moment, but we will get back to it. We will find the words again. The words will find us again, hopefully, and we'll be 
productive again. But for now, we have seemingly more important things to worry about, more important things to obsess about, I guess. That's it for this week. I hope that you did enjoy this episode. I hope that I didn't ramble too much. I hope that you're staying home and you're staying safe and that you're staying away from one another. Most of all, I hope that this will be over soon. In order to end on a positive note, I will keep hoping that the sick get better and that we get out from under this very soon. I will talk to you guys next week. I am currently reading The Companion by Kim Taylor Blakemore, so the next book review episode will likely be about that book. I'm having a really difficult time getting through The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek, not because it's not a good story, because it is. I just am not in the headspace for 1930s, I guess. (laughs) I guess I'm in the headspace for the 1850s. Because I'm pretty sure that is when The Companion is set. I think it's set in 1855. Yep, 1855 in New Hampshire. So maybe I'm more in a 19th century kind of mood right now than a 1930s kind of mood. So my next book review will likely be The Companion by Kim Taylor Blakemore. So far, it's beautifully written and it's a very good read at the moment. Please do give me a like if you enjoyed this episode or any other that I have uploaded. If you'd like to see what I'm doing on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter under at Eller. This podcast is also available on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, it is at writingthingpod, and on Instagram, it is about this writing thing. You can also catch up with me on my website, saywordbeeller.com. You can find out what I'm working on, what I'm trying out, (laughs) just every little thing. You can also catch episodes of About This Writing Thing on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and on my website, saywordbeeller.com. And if you're looking for the first three episodes, I think, They are still available over at SoundCloud. I will put the link below. Thanks so much, as always, for listening this week. I will talk to you soon. Bye.